Welcome to Until All Have Heard from the Far East Broadcasting Company. I'm Wayne Shepherd with President Ed Cannon of FEBC. And Ed, Merry Christmas. I don't think it's too soon to say that, is it? It's never too soon to say that. What a great celebration of the birth of our Lord and Savior. Yep. We're going to welcome back a guest here on the program today. Our friend Victor Oktaroff will be with us once again today. Victor's testimony was heard on a previous podcast, and I urge our listeners, if you missed that, to go back into the archive and listen. It's a powerful story of how the Lord has led and provided for Victor's life. And now, Victor is our Russian Ministries Director, which encompasses a lot of Eurasia. It's good to be here, Wayne. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, Victor. So what does it mean uh, compasses a lot of Eurasia? Uh, Victor is officially the director of our FEBC Russian ministries, but you have a lot of other hats you're wearing at the moment, don't you? Yeah, that's true. There used to be this um, big country called um, the Soviet Union, and uh, we were so closely related to countries like Ukraine, like Moldova. So we have a vibrant ministry now going on in Ukraine and also ministering in countries like uh, Moldova, Belarus, and those 10 countries uh, in the south uh, of Russia uh, with huge Muslim influence. Yeah, yeah. And is the programming on all these different countries the same, or is it different? No, it's different. It's different um, because there are so many nuances, and we uh, at FBC are trying to be as close to the listener as possible. And uh, sometimes the closer the cultures are, um, the bigger the differences are. Um, people uh, feel those different, even accent makes a lot of difference. So we are trying to uh, make sure that people who live in the country, even in the region, particular region of Russia or Ukraine, speak to uh, to the people who listen to them. I can actually testify to that, having traveled with Victor and some of his staff in countries like Kyrgyzstan, Kazakhstan, Ukraine, Russia the sense of what people are communicating in those countries couldn't be more different because the countries are very, very different. And uh, he uses the term loosely close to the listener, but that's one of the strategic fundamental pillars of the way FEBC operates. If we're not really close to the listener, if the listener doesn't sense that we're his friend or ally, then the program is not nearly as effective there's some other things that you do, uh, Victor, to sort of vary the type of programming uh, seasonally. Uh, and now as we're coming up on the Christmas season, does that give you an opportunity to speak differently to the listeners? It gives us a huge opportunity because um, countries like Russia and Ukraine are very, very unchristian when it comes to what people actually believe but culturally, very, very Christian. Uh, the Orthodox Christianity is there and cultural, as you have seen, Ed, when mm. we traveled to Moscow with you. Um, the decorations are there. Everybody is saying Merry Christmas. And uh, we use this opportunity to speak to people. And when we talk to them, uh, we say, well, Merry Christmas, everybody. Let's talk about Christmas. Mm. What does it really mean? What does that really happen? Yeah. What can happen in your life? And we see that the listenership during the Christmas months, and we celebrate Christmas like in Ukraine. We are now switching to December 25th, like everybody else, yeah. the rest of the world. And in Russia, it's still December, uh, January 7th. Mm -hmm. uh, so uh, we are going by Julian calendar. Mm -hmm. And... That gives us even more opportunity, a longer time to speak about Christmas issues. And it is amazing to see uh, how many people listen and actually listen to what happened on Christmas. And um, we uh, at 
the end of this year, what we are going through is we are evaluating what people actually respond to and how. Because we have many different programs, programs for families, um, programs for women, um, programs for adoption, and all these kind of different teenagers, kids. And uh, at the end of the year, we're trying to evaluate what brings more results as far as numbers of people listening and what brings more results as far as people actually coming to Christ. And programs that are based on the Bible itself are bringing far more quality responses when people are becoming members of local churches. And we are working uh, very hard on that uh, area during this Christmas season, just wow. bring the biblical message, just wow. help people understand what Bible really meant, uh, what Christ did when he came, and and this is bringing amazing results. The gospel comes with great power. We know that. That's biblical in and of itself, that uh, just proclaiming God's word and, and getting out of the way. And I think I, I see that in many of your staff. You know, you mentioned that that I had the opportunity to travel with you in Moscow at Christmas time uh, a year or so ago, and I was struck that day. And here it was bitter cold, and here we are right in Red Square with all of its mixed history from the past, and it was pitch dark night. But yet, in the middle of that square, there were all these little booths set up. They were selling Christmas decorations. They were selling. Uh, Food, local foods, desserts, hot beverages, people were ice skating, people were singing. There were tremendously bright lights, and it just felt like such a warm place in the middle of this pitch darkness and bitter cold. And what a Christmas message that is, actually. It just that picture paints the whole meaning of Christmas in this bitter, cold, dark world filled with sin and depression. And yet the one thing that's bringing hope and warmth is the birth of the Savior. Yeah, that's beautiful, Ed. Victor, Christmas music is such a big part of our celebration in the West. Uh, what kind of Christmas music are we able to utilize in, in our broadcast throughout Russia and that air, whole region? Well, uh, of course, uh, the Carol of the Bells is the very famous Ukrainian oh, yes. song, as, yeah, as yeah. you know. So Ukrainians are very, very proud of it. And uh, it is uh, Basically, that's where it ends. <laughs> the rest of it is Western Christmas right? music that is that's popular in Russia and Ukraine. And you see, even in secular um, music stations, a lot of people are playing um, Western Christian music, and that is exciting. This is this is a good time uh, to to do that. Getting back to what you were talking about before, Victor, that it's people are really interested in the Bible. Uh, here in America, we have these. Um, exaggerated stories of the Christmas nativity, and they get into all kinds of uh, secular details, you know, the little drummer boy and, uh, you know, some exaggerated stories about the Magi and the Kings. How do you communicate the nativity story in Russia and Ukraine? Is it biblical or are there sort of fairy tales about St. Nicholas and all this sort of stuff? Oh, there is. there are so many fairy tales uh, surrounding Christmas story. And in part, that's understandable with the long history of, of Christianity in Russia. 
And in part, this is why people want to see the real story. And uh, I cannot say that people are interested in that. They don't know that they are. Mm. But the minute we start speaking about that mm-hmm. and speaking about what it really means uh, for us to accept Christ into our world and into our hearts, especially now as Russia and Ukraine are going through a huge crisis with COVID like everybody mm-hmm. else. Mm-hmm. And you look at the official numbers and um, the death rate is, is low comparing to the U.S., for example. If you look at uh, the excess death, uh, it's much higher than in the U.S. And people are living in this fear of death in this in Christmas months mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and the second wave is going up and not enough um, not enough medicine not enough um, place, uh, places in the hospitals to, uh, to accept mm-hmm, people mm-hmm. are dying everywhere I personally know about 40 people who, uh, who had COVID-19 yes, in yes. Russia alone and a lot of people are scared uh, so for them Christmas uh, becomes uh, much more meaningful when we talk about the reality mm-hmm. of the Savior coming into the midst of where mm-hmm. we are mm-hmm. in the midst of our fears in the midst of our losing friends yes. um, saying goodbye to people that we knew for years and um, that's uh, where Bible message becomes real this is a new reality that is helping people transform their lives and at moments like this, they realize they need the Savior. Do you remember, Victor, when you took me on that trip when we were in Moscow? It was just before Christmas. And you took me to a what we call here a halfway house. So it's a drug and alcohol recovery facility. There was a bunch of men living in the facility. Uh, you had wired that place with speakers so that they could play FEBC radio all day long. And I remember, uh, to Wayne's question about music, they were playing some Christmas music at that time. And we had a little chapel, and most of the conversation was in Russian. But you asked one question about, well, tell us what kind of uh, programming you like to hear the most. And I think we were actually thinking that they would say, oh, we love the Christian music, the Mm -hmm. Christmas music, it's beautiful. But I recall so specifically this one great large man he looked very tough. He had calloused hands, and you could see he's lived a pretty tough life. He got up and very strongly said in English, uh, your Christians and your broadcasts should be about teaching us what the Bible says. What is the message of the Bible? We don't really need all that music and soft stuff. Teach us what the Bible says, and I'll never forget that moment. And that's because his life was changed by by the word of God uh, as it penetrates through. As you mentioned, you know, a guy lived uh, a very difficult, tough life. Mm -hmm. And the only thing uh, that could save him was the word of God, uh, God himself coming through his word. And and you realize that, um, of course, we are thinking about the wider population. Our, Our strategy is to get as many listeners as we can with some programs. And then out of those millions of people, Mm -hmm. and today millions of people, not thousands, not hundreds of thousands, but millions of Russian and Ukrainian people Mm -hmm. are listening to us. Mm -hmm. And among those millions, there are those people who are really looking for something serious. Mm -hmm. Some of that is pre-evangelistic stuff that is bringing more uh, Mm -hmm. uh, numbers. And a lot of that is the Word of God that touches and and Mm -hmm. changes people. So Mm -hmm. we adopt this strategy when we talk to 
as many people as we can and, and counsel as many people as we can. And those are thousands of people who came in this year to the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. And that's where people are talking about real stuff. They're talking about um, what God can do for them, how God can save them, help them, what they can do for God. Ed, it's almost beyond understanding those numbers that Victor just gave us. Millions of people impacted by the Far East Broadcasting Company. And uh, as we said earlier, this is a a time, a fearful time for many of those people because of COVID uh, in these places where it is striking so, so hard at folks. I just wonder if we shouldn't pray right now for what's going on. Let's pray for Victor. Let's pray for our listeners in that part of the world. Let's pray for our staff that they'll be able to communicate the truth of Christmas over this, whether it's December 25 or January 7, it's the same truth, right? That's right. Uh, but as Victor has said, you know, we're proclaiming the good news all year long. We're reaching into these people's lives with counseling and advice to help them to, re- regardless of the circumstance. But specifically at this Christmas time when people are really looking for some glimmer of hope, maybe some memory of a childhood moment that was special about the Christmas season, some food their grandmother made, something that's really warm and and enjoyable. The message of the gospel is the one thing that they can have at this time of year. So hearts are open. People are aware, they're willing, uh, they're receptive to the message of Jesus Christ. So you're right, Wayne. Let's let's pray for a spiritual harvest. Uh, Why don't you pray right now, Ed? Would you mind doing that? I'd love to, uh, especially with my good brother Victor here and knowing his heart for the people of Russia and how hard they're working. Lord, uh, first of all, we're grateful for your son. We're grateful for the privilege that you give us to celebrate this Christmas season, uh, that you sent him into the world to forgive us of our sins and give us an opportunity to, regardless how dark the life it is we're living in right now, to have hope uh, in eternal life through our forgiveness of sins and our faith in Jesus Christ and what he's done for us. And as our broadcasters there in Russia and Ukraine and the Stan countries, um, as they're thinking about how to proclaim your gospel with the Christmas message, we ask that you just now open hearts and prepare the lives of those listeners, that they'll be receptive that they're knowing that they're looking for something that this world doesn't offer so that when they hear that message by our broadcasters, no matter what platform it's on, Lord, that they will hear the message and receive the truth of Jesus Christ. It will open their heart. It will change their life. And they will live in eternity uh, together with us in heaven. Lord, so thank you for this privilege to share with our listeners here in the United States what's going on in Russia, Please, Lord, continue uh, to open the hearts of many in Russia and allow us here in the United States to remember Victor and Alexei and Oleg and the many staff we have there in Russia who are giving the best they have to proclaim your message of hope at this Christmas season. And we just pray this all in the name of Jesus, the one who was born at this season, and we celebrate. Amen. Amen. And can I encourage our listeners to keep uh, this matter in prayer over the next couple of weeks as we head into the Christmas season and beyond Christmas for us as uh, Russia celebrates on the 7th of January. Pray for our broadcasters there. The message would go forth. Victor, 
We thank God for you. God bless you. And uh, we're going to look forward to another visit sometime soon to bring us up to date what God's doing there in that part of the world. Wayne, I thank God for all the listeners that we have. And thank you for praying. Really appreciate that. Yeah. Ed, uh, we have one more opportunity to talk here on the podcast before Christmas. I think we're planning to talk about Southeast Asia. That'll be fun to see what God's doing in that part of the world. A far different place in the world than Russia, that's for sure. They don't have snow there. <laughs> no, right. <laughs> all right. Well, we'll be back next time with another podcast. Until all have heard. In the meantime, thank you for your prayers. Thank you for your support of the Far East Broadcasting Company, which means so much to us. A lot more information, including video testimonies, are on our website, so go to febc.org for more, febc.org. For Ed Cannon, I'm Wayne Shepard. Thanks for listening. Until all have heard.